You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. I'm Delaney Williams, and joined again today by Maggie Bertram. Hey, Maggie. Hey. How are you doing today? I am great. Great to hear. Well, we appreciate you being on the podcast on this episode, we are going to talk about Unit 17, Session 2, and it is titled, Zechariah Gave Hope. We're going to find that Bible story in Zechariah chapters 13 and 14. So as we start this episode of the podcast, Maggie, if you'll go ahead and talk about what the big idea for this session is. Sure. So in last week's story, God's people were living in exile in Babylon because they had turned away from God. After 70 years in exile, just as God promised, the people were free to go back to Jerusalem. God's purpose was fulfilled through King Cyrus, who not only freed the people, but also gave them what they needed for their return home. In today's Bible story, God continued to help his people, and he reminded them of a future promise that was fulfilled through Jesus. Our Christ connection is Zechariah spoke a message of hope to God's people. God would one day set up a new and better kingdom with a new and better king. God kept his promise by sending Jesus. Because of Jesus, we can have hope and forgiveness of sins by trusting in him. Alrighty, great. Thank you so much, Maggie. And so I'll go ahead and start talking about some specific activities that may need a little extra prep time or have some special instructions. Starting with our babies and toddlers guide, there's an activity called play with flashlights. It's a reminder, if you're using the flashlights, make sure that you have the batteries that are in them that are working because, you know, we've all been there, right, Maggie? Whenever you go to use a flashlight and it's not working and you have to find new batteries. So that's one thing you can do to help your teaching session go smooth is to make sure that you have working flashlights you know another option for this activity could be to have the the little tea lights that may be easier for them to hold and then also anytime you're using anything with lights you want to make sure to remind them where to shine the light so that it doesn't accidentally shine in another person's eyes or something like that then looking at our younger preschool there is an activity called Send Messages in a Communication Center. So as you're reading through this activity, you may be thinking, where can I get a, you know, a telephone, like a landline phone, you know, or I mean, <laughs> where do we even find those now? Right. Or, you know, like an extra keyboard, what's something like that, or anything, any of those other activities are Kids listed. are going to be so intrigued by them. Exactly. I love that, you know, like having, and it, it's. To me, it's like whenever you have an activity like this with maybe some supplies they haven't seen before, it's like all of them want to come and, and experience this because it's a new opportunity for them. So you may be thinking, where can I go and get those? Well, more than likely, there are some church members in your church that have some of these that would be happy to either loan them to you or either to... um to let you have them. And so that may be something to check with some church members to be able to borrow those supplies. Then with older preschool, there's an activity called Make Butter Together. 
Maggie, this sounds exciting, doesn't it? This activity. It sounds very fun. These are some fun activities. Aren't they? This is a word of wisdom and a tip from one of our editors who actually tried this. And see, listeners, we try our activities to make sure that everything works, is written and planned and all. And so she wanted to make sure that this tip was mentioned. And she said to make sure to use a plastic jar with a lid that screws on. So a screw on lid. She said it will not work with a press-on lid. So if it's just, you know, one of those press-on ones. And she said to trust her, she tried it and it went everywhere. So we want to make sure to help our teachers know that to reduce a mess during this session that use the screw-on lids rather than the, the press-on lids. She made that note using a lot of exclamation points and capital letters too. So I think she was feeling... Very passionate about it. I agree. Thank you for making that note, Maggie, because (laughs) she definitely did. She wanted to make sure that we conveyed this to our listeners. And so she also did say that it may take several minutes of shaking the jar for the cream to turn into butter. And then when the butter begins to solidify, make sure that you pour out the excess milk as well. And so I guarantee you preschoolers will remember that activity and that experience. Then moving along to our preschool worship guide, there is an activity called invite a guest to tell an adoption story. We want to make sure to remind you, it's also in the leader guide, but just another word to remind you to be sensitive to the preschoolers situations in your class. Make sure that you're aware of those. We don't want anything that could bring anxiety or hurt feelings or negative feelings from the past for them or even their present situations as well. In addition to that, it'd be a good reminder to coach the guests, if you will, help the guests that you have coming to speak, help them understand what is appropriate to talk about with the preschoolers as well about their adoption story. Again, we want this to be a positive situation for everyone involved and help preschoolers understand that concept. And so we also want to provide those tips to you leaders to help to know how to make this a positive experience for them. And so those were the preschool activities I wanted to highlight this week. The kids' activities. Now, Maggie, will you talk about those? Sure. So for our younger kids, we have a session starter called Human Shield. And this activity might be fun to play outside if the weather is nice. Leaders could even form a larger circle of kids to help block the balls being thrown at the kid in the center of the circle. So there's a couple different ways to play it, but it might be nice to sort of change environments if that would be helpful for your kids and if you have some nice weather. And then for kids worship, our group demo It requires several different items, and these are all common household items like an empty medicine bottle, a bandage, a screwdriver, batteries, just common things that you'll probably have around the house. But there's several of them, and so just take a glance at those and be aware that you'll need to collect those and give yourself some time to prepare. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much for sharing about those, talking about those. Those look like they're going to be fun as well for our kids. 
Now it's the time in the episode where we talk about something that stands out to us about this session or something that excites us. I'll go ahead and start this week. Sometimes we switch it around where Maggie may go first, or but this week I want to go ahead and, and start this section and tell you what excites me about Zechariah Gave Hope this session. And you know, last week we talked about the importance of God's promises. And well, really that's a theme throughout this unit and, and trusting God and that God can always be trusted. And I think this story is a great example of that again and how that we can trust God and that he always keeps his promises. And in this particular story, it's Zechariah reminds the people of God's promises and, and what's to come in the future. And so in a way you see it's like Zechariah is encouraging them. And I think that's, that's something really important for us to identify. That's right. And It's also a good reminder to us that we won't always be front and center in the action of God's plan, but that doesn't make our role any more or less important. God used Zechariah's encouragement to continue the building of his temple. And there will be times when we don't find ourselves as the builders, but rather the people on the sidelines encouraging the builders along. And that's just as important as the people who are building. That's such a great word, Maggie, because I think about, you know, us as teachers, part of it right now, how we have that important part of encouraging the children that God has placed in our care and in our groups. How, how can we encourage them? How can we share with them the hope of Christ and the gospel of Christ? Yes, like we're saying, maybe it's encouraging in their class, but then also in our day-to-day lives, who can we encourage? Um, And sometimes it's that we need that encouragement as well. And we want to encourage our leaders too to know that God is using you in big ways. And you may not see those right now, but know that God is using you and to remain faithful and to trust Him in everything. We want to thank you listeners for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for Kids in Preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.